Hello and welcome to another edition of Defending the Den. I'm your host, Scotty Waz. How are you guys doing? Another fine, fine weekend for the Maryland Black Bears. We'll get to that here in a second and look ahead to what they got against Maine this weekend. And of course, we got some interviews a little splashed in here. I believe we will uh, hear from uh, Coach Clint Meilenbach and we'll also uh, hear from the second star of the week, Jeremy Tremblay. If you want to catch more interviews... There's some extra stuff on the Twitter, Defending Den MBB. Uh, got extra interviews from Jesse Horacek and from newcomer Dylan Gordon. So let's get going here. Um, on Friday night, it was a, uh interesting night in Jersey um, for technical reasons there in the third period. Uh, but overall, for the Black Bears, a team that um, going up to take on the Titans, the last two Eastern Division representatives in the Robertson Cup, uh, the Titans and the Black Bears. A very not great start for the Black Bears. It's 31, or 28 seconds in. Evan Wongus puts home his sixth of the year in transition. The Black Bears trying to get something going in the zone. Uh, turnover at the blue line. And that springs Wongus. Wongus goes glove over Jack Wenicke. And it is one nothing early for the Black Bears. The Black Bears did dig deep in this one as uh, they were looking to avenge their law, uh, their, their uh, goal against and try to get uh, their feet moving once again. It wasn't until 9.36 into the frame when Adam Shankula in front of the net uh, gets a rebound from Kinu Kren and puts it home for his fourth of the season. Uh, that is uh, Shankula's fourth, Kren's sixth assist, and uh, Keaton Lipset getting his fourth assist of the season tie game for the Black Bears. Then it was just a scant 51 seconds later, or, or 41, depending on what math you do, when Dylan Gordon, the newcomer from Missis- uh, from Chandler, Arizona, rather, who played in Mississauga in the uh, OHL, he gets his first of the year on a break. Benjamin Towser with a shot. Dylan Gordon following up the rebound, jumping in on the play, puts it home for his first in the NAHL. Toser with his third assist. Jeremy Tremblay with his first assist. Of the season, Black Bears up two to one in a short time frame, but then the Titans even it up minutes later as Christoph Crummins uh, puts one home. It was a very floaty shot through traffic. The eyes were taken away from Wenicke, and it goes right through him for Crummins' fifth of the year. We are tied up in a frantic first period, and that's how it ended. Tied up at two. Going into the locker room. Black Bears get a power play early. Did not do too much with it. Got a couple shots off. Weren't able to find the back of the net uh, behind Zach Bryce. But uh, it's okay. It's all right. Their special teams on the other side doing well. Black Bears get a penalty in the middle of the frame. Who would you know? Jeremy Tremblay picks up his seventh of the season. A nice little uh, pickpocket of Bryce behind the net. The Titans were uh, yelling about the Black Bears having too many men on the ice. That was not the case. And Tremblay picks up the puck, tucks it in for his seventh of the year. Kareem El-Bashir put the puck down there in the first place. That's his 10th assist of the season. Black Bears up 3-2. to two. And that's when things got a little wacky uh, in terms of uh, the visual of the game and the broadcast from the uh, Titans side. A little sketchy from that Black Bears Going to the locker room into the third, going into the third period, up three to two. The inc- entire third period completely wiped out from uh, NAHL TV, even on the on demand. Did not see anything. Black Bears did hold on for the victory in this one as uh, they win three to two. Jack Winnicky getting his fifth win of the season, 
26 saves. He was goaltender of the month for September as well. Jumping on that one, had a little bit of a rough first period, able to anchor it down and get things done. 26 saves for him there. Go on to Saturday night and a uh, little bit better showing in terms of technical stuff. They got thing, the uh, the hamster on the wheel, good to go. And the Black Bears getting off to a bit of a, a, a decent start, but it was a very back and forth. The one big thing was penalties early on as the Black Bears get a too-many-men penalty, which is something that plagued them last year as well. Uh, and then also a double minor was assessed to them 550 in, but two huge kills as well as a huge kill towards the end of the period puts them uh, in good graces. Three for three in the first period for penalty kill. Kind of have to track it on your own because of the fact that the NAHL website, even though they did the switch over, does not have special teams numbers. So that's that's hamper, hampering and uh, cumbersome. So... Black Bears tied up at zero. Shots pretty even in that first run, even though uh, New Jersey did have three power plays, including a four-minute was 10-9 New Jersey. Second period, that's when the Black Bears really picked it up. 2.56 in on an early power play. Jeremy Tremblay, again, putting it home for his eighth of the season. Jesse Horacek, his third assist. Cal Houston, his third assist. Black Bears up uh, one to nothing. Then on some sustained pressure from the Black Bears offense, Keanu Kren puts one home, gets his own rebound, and then puts it off the crossbar and into the back of the net. That went past uh, Dylan Crick to make it two to nothing for Kren's fourth of the year. Luke Amell, his second assist. Mike Ergo, his third assist. Black Bears up two to nothing. And uh, a little bit of the rough stuff happening between uh, two of the uh, two of the guys you would maybe not think would get into it, although. Both are very big, uh, I guess, energy guys, pests, some people might call them. But Evan Sofakitis and Ryan Novo uh, exchange some things, and, uh, you know, they uh, they get they get served for it. Nothing happens out of that. Black Bears go into the room up 2 to nothing, out shooting New Jersey 17-7 on that one. Third period, a little bit more pressure from uh, New Jersey. Of course, they were trying to uh, get two goals back, uh, but even though they put a lot of shots on Colin Ronan. Colin Ronan was solid again, making some pretty crucial saves down the stretch. Couple of big glove saves, couple of big pad saves. Uh, you know, sometimes getting some help with his defense, clearing the puck away as well. And then with 117 remaining from way downtown, bang, Kareem El Bashir. His fifth of the year into the empty net all alone. And the Black Bears up three to nothing. And that was the victorious shot. For the Black Bears, they went three to nothing. Colin Ronan, another shutout. His third consecutive shutout. He is currently sitting at 212 minutes and five seconds of shutout time. Last time he gave up a goal was in the showcase against the Minnesota Wilderness, um, and uh, yeah, now he is just on a roll. Third straight shutout, 28 saves in his uh, perfection. There, Black Bears win, sweep the weekend on the road. Pretty tough thing to do. Um, against anyone, much less a team like the Titans. So big four points. That puts Maryland still at the top of the division if the way too, in the way too early East Division standings. 9-2 and 19 points with a plus 23 goal differential. But, you know, just a heck of a heck of a time they're going on right now. Four straight as they head into Maine. Maine sitting fifth right now. 5-3-2 and two with a plus 13 goal differential. Both teams have 26 points or sorry, 46 goals for Maine has played two less games 
than the Black Bears. So uh, we will kind of preview what's happening with the Black Bears and Maine. Before that, though, let's get to a little bit of Coach's Corner. Uh, and here is uh, my sit-down with head coach Clint Milnock. Back here again with uh, head coach Clint Milnock. Coach, what a weekend. Great weekend for you guys. Big four points in the divisional side of things. Yeah, I mean, we, we talk all the time. It's, this is a really hard league to win back-to-back, whether it's home or the road. And, and New Jersey especially plays well at home. And found a way the first game and the second game, I thought we were, we were a bit better and kind of played our game. And, and uh, first one, we survived. And second one, I thought we had our legs. And and um, you know had the goaltending obviously both nights but yeah it's always fun to win on the road. What do you tell the team when you get down that quick especially in game one after that like a less than a minute in? Not much. Just kind of <laughs> stare at the guys on the ice as they get to the bench and tell them to stay in the middle of the bench for, for a bit and they figure <laughs> out how you want to get back you know but I mean the guys that, that were on the ice the guys like Shane Cool I mean he comes right back and scores. I, they, they, Got the message, obviously, and came right back on the ice, and, and Shank scored right away. So um, there's not too much. It's too early in the year to hit panic buttons. Uh, but from the goalie on now, like we want we want things to be better. Right. Make a stop, or or um, on on the players on the ice, like come on, like get the thing in. But this is growing pains and and uh, things you go through early, and kind of like we talked about last last week was how we start and how we end is kind of you know, trending the same way, uh, but in the end, like, we get the wins, and that's the important part. You talk about Adam Shankula responding to that. That's got to help for you, for veteran leadership to come back and lead by example that way. Yeah, he always will. I mean, he's he's a gamer. I mean, he shows up every practice, every game. Um, he's like another coach on the bench. He's a fantastic leader, and um, but competitive. Um, he was, obviously, they're not happy about being scored on, and and then, um, you know, they, they know, like, don't the thing about him I like, and, and, and he doesn't change his game to try and get it back and cheat. He's like, play the right way, it'll come. And, and we tell guys all the time, do the right things, show some will first. Your skill will pop up just when it has to. And he's he's like kind of the epitome of that, of that guy that just does things the right way. And when he can cash in, he does. One of the newer guys coming in, Jeremy Tremblay, has been you know stellar on the offensive side of things. To be, have him be able to work his way into the offense that well, that quickly, has got to be great for you and the coaches, especially putting him in different situations as well, having to trust him to play both sides of the special teams. Yeah, well, he's, he's 20 years old, and I think if you're 20 years old, you should play everywhere. You should be PK, you should be wing, you should be center, uh, you should be power play. Um, he's, he's a very... Um, very heavy skill player so he can go to the hard areas and he's got puck intensity shot intensity I mean he puts pucks through the net he doesn't just tap them in um, and he loves to score so and he plays that way and does it in practice so so having him in the lineup um, is, is always a, a bonus for us and and we're very happy with with pick him up in the draft how do you like your special team so far you know a couple shorthanded goals this year power play's been okay what do you think so far uh, you know 12 games in yeah, I mean, you, you answered it. <laughs> it's kind of the way it is. It's uh, power plays up and down. But that's also chemistry. Like, we try and keep the same group together as long as we can. As long as there's, there's, there's we see it in practice where our, my, my goal, goal for our players is to police themselves and, and uh, have ownership. So it's not just the coaches saying, hey, do this, 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 and this, and these rotations. It's like, hey, guys, like, this is your power play. So when you go on the ice, do you, are you just waiting to do a drill or are you before practice and, and early in the week having your own meetings and talking about your breakouts, your 
little set plays and stunts, little rotations you have. Because I could do it all day, and I can got a million of them. But what does it matter if if I just talk to them for an hour? And and for them, it's just up to them. And if they don't do it, then it's simple. We don't see changes in practice, or we don't have those wow moments on the bench. Like, holy, that was a nice try. Whether they succeed or not, I want to see, and our coaches want to see that they're putting the effort in. And you'll find more often than not, when you have a plan, you have some skill, and you compete like they do, they can have success. So the power play is a work in progress. PK is fine. Um, there's still a lot of things to work on, but our goalies seem to bail us out a lot. Another road trip this weekend up to Maine. What do you want to see out of this team right now, uh, especially for road starts? Um, I mean, not really going to change much. It's it's we it, all the new players when they get to this league. I think it's really important they learn what the rinks are like. Like you go to Maine, it's dark. You can shoot from anywhere, and the goalies can't find it. So high flips, bounce pucks in. Um, how the boards bounce, the D, if you don't have a shot to the net, you put it off the back wall. I mean, that's what they do. And so learning, like, what kind of rink we're in, the environment, is good for them to get through it. And you try and tell them, but I think you have to learn stuff on their own a bit. But getting on a bus, making that trip, learning how to play uh, in, in different environments, you need one r run through it to figure out what you're facing and how you're, how, what the expectations are with, with, from your opponents. Uh, and we're just trying to teach them as much as we can through that, but we're also really focused on ourselves and and just trying to keep building our game and evolving as a team and in all three zones, just get better, better, and better. And the one thing we do have is enthusiasm. Um, we do compete. And if I thought if we can bring the third period into our game a lot, which was our D could step up a ton in the neutral zone and be aggressive because our fours are always there. So when you have that combination, it's pretty hard to score. Head coach Clint Milmock, thank you. Thank you. Thanks to Coach for his time. Um, always good to hear from him and the insight that he has, especially when it comes to uh, getting players kind of situated for new arenas as well. One guy who it looks like any arena he's just going to fire and score on is Jeremy Trombley. He got second star honors this past week for the Black Bears. Um, eight goals and an assist so far in eight games. Pretty good for the uh, Quebec City native. Uh, and here is my sit-down with uh, Mr. Tremblay. Jeremy Tremblay joins us right now. Jeremy, thank you for taking the time out. How has your experience been in Maryland so far? Um, it's, been, it's been great. Um, obviously, I came down from main camp to see what everything uh, looked like, and I loved it. So when I came back, I was already expecting uh, an amazing experience, and uh, uh, that, that's what it's been so far. Now, to come down stateside for the first time, you were in Flim Flam before and then grew up in, in Quebec. How has the change been for you? Has there been any change at all for you at all? Um, it is a pretty big change compared to Flim Flam. Uh, that place is, like, very special. I don't think there's any other place like that in the world, honestly. Probably, but uh, I don't know of them. But it's for me, it was a big change going there. Uh, but coming down here, I'd say, um, I'd say the states are kind of similar to you know what I know of in Quebec and Ontario and all these places because I also played in Ontario uh, the year before that I played in prep school in New Hampshire so I, I kind of knew what uh, the the states were about um, so it's not that that big of a change I obviously it is different but um, I adapted to it pretty quickly you adapted to the Black Bears really quickly eight goals in eight games what what do you attribute to this hot start um, I'd say like the team that uh, I mean, there's already there's always a guy um, you know feeding me the puck, like when I'm in a good uh, scoring area. So that that helps a lot. Like when when you look at the two goals I had this weekend, 
the, the, one of them was a great pla a great pass right in the slot by by Jesse, a couple of good assists by Kareem uh, at the showcase. I'm just uh, I'm playing with good teammates. It helps. You're going to Sacred Heart next season. Uh, what led you to decide on Sacred Heart? Um, when I was going through the my my college uh, process, I was kind of looking at uh, different variables, including schools, uh, the, the school, uh, the hockey program, the location, um, and looking at you know uh, all these different factors. I thought Sacred Heart was a, a a really good fit for me, just because the hockey program. Um, is only getting better and better every year. Um, the school is a great school. It's a, a private Catholic school, and it's, it's not too far from home, and it's in a great location as well. It's an hour away from New York, two hours away from Boston. Uh, probably, depending on how fast you drive, yeah. probably like <laughs> six, seven hours away from home. Right. So um, I thought, you know, those were all great advantages for um, for Sacred Heart when I, I was taking my decision. Now you look at the season so far, we still have a lot of season left, it's still early going. What do you want to see more out of yourself to develop and grow? Um, I'd say probably a little bit of everything. Um, I'd say, I don't think, I don't think we've seen uh, that much physicality out of me yet. And I, I think that's something I want to uh, show a little bit more um, before the end of the season. And obviously, just being as dominant as I can be, I think I have a lot more to show you still. Jeremy Trombley, thank you for your time. Thank you. Thanks to uh, Jeremy for taking some time out and uh, checking it out. Also, thanks to the uh, the great team of the Maryland Black Bears front office, uh, Jess Thompson and, of course, El Presidente, uh, Chris Rogers, uh, helping out getting those interviews conducted. If you want to have more interviews, like I said, I have two more with Jesse Horacek. And with Dylan Gordon, that is at Defending Den MBB on Twitter. And uh, the links are right there for you to have a listen to for that. So the Black Bears are heading up to Maine this weekend. And these games are always close uh, when these two teams face one another last year. All but uh, all, half the games went to overtime. Both teams had a 4-2-2 record. Very evenly matched squads. And even with a new coaching staff in Maine. I'm sure it'll be just as hard to play against, especially in a place like the Colisee, which as you heard Clint Millamock talk about, a uh, very dark arena. So uh, could be a lot of high scoring. We will have to see uh, with what's going on there. So there we go. We have Maine ahead of us going forward and then back home for some home cooking uh, as the Black Bears take on the newly formed New Hampshire Mountain Kings. So Got that going for us. If you want to get ahead of the curve, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you go to tickets.marylandblackbears.com. You can get your tickets right there. Right there. Get your tickets. Support your team October 20th and 21st. That is next weekend, 7.30 start time for each night on those. And, uh, yeah, it should be a good time. Get out there. Support your team. They're hot right now. Uh, so why wouldn't you want to go out there and, uh, hey, jump on the bandwagon. There's plenty of room. Jump on it. Let's ride it all the way uh, to the uh, Robertson Cup playoffs. How about that? So tickets.marylandblackbears.com for all the special stuff in that one. Um, coming up next week, of course, we will review the uh, main Nordiques series at the Colisee. We will also talk uh, to a couple players, I'm sure, 
and coaches. One of the coaches. Is it going to be Clint again? Is it going to be one of the assistants? Who the heck knows? It's a rule A. It's just spin the wheel, make the deal, baby. That's what we're going to do. And then we'll uh, preview uh, New Hampshire, which I don't know how much we're going to preview, but because this is a new team, not really much history there. So we will do what we can for that. But until then, I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Defending the Den, part of the Face Off Hockey Show, Media Faction, and Podcast Monsters at Defending Den MBB and ClutchAndCrabHockey.com for all the fun stuff that's going on there. But we will talk to you in one week's time. And uh, we'll get all the stuff ready and ready to go for you guys. Till next week, peace.